Hello, Internet. How are you? Hello, Today Andrew. I'm joined by Andrew Barker. He is a, would you say seasoned professional? Game builder? Mm, game designer? G- gamist. Gamist? Game, game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you had your 10,000 hours to make you a master game builder? Oh, fuck. I probably had, yeah, I mean, 100,000 hours or so, whatever it is, but. Um, that's like five hours full time or five years full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mostly just waiting for builds and that kind of stuff. So like out of the hundred thousand hours, like maybe two thousand of them were actually valuable. So <laughs> still got a long way to go. No, that's the thing. Nobody counts of those ten thousand hours how much is actual doing what you're supposed to doing. Cause like welding, I haven't spent ten thousand hours actually welding, but I've spent ten thousand hours at least sure. as a welder. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what's going on here? Scraping the bottom of the barrel with the <laughs> guests? No, it. no, no. Um, I just like to, we, uh, well, I like to have people on that I've talked to in person so I know they can, like, have a conversation. Because I've had conversation with you at parties and stuff. We yeah. usually end up talking sure. about video games because you work sure. in video games and I like video games. But uh I'm always scared of like getting some same semi-famous person and then asking them on the podcast and then they just like aren't good at talking and then because sure. I'm not actually good at carrying the podcast. I usually oh fuck man, you're really you're good at it. You're the one. <laughs> Although yeah. yeah, so what's going on? How many has um, Derek been out of at this point? Has he um, been out since? I think this is the eighth one he's been out of. But he was in and out of some because, well, before he fucked up his back entirely, he was super busy with work because his work, his boss decided to launch a daily podcast. And since Derek, he knew Derek did podcasts, he made Derek produce them. So Derek was doing all that, plus his full-time hours. And then plus he had Noah at home because of COVID. So he's like, I don't have time for the podcast. And I was like, more attention for me. That is fine. And then he went and got married and fucked up his back. I'm not saying those two coincided, but they happened roughly. I think what happened was his back was fucked and then flying back and forth to get married might've pushed it over the edge. Riding a jet ski maybe helped or whatever. (laughs) I didn't say it, but I'm I'm sure it didn't help. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to pull up the video so With that. Derek on jet ski, fuck, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Usually the video just pop like the video on Facebook, so I could pe- see what people are comp- oh, commenting. Yeah. Usually it just pops up, but for whatever reason. Right. I don't see it. Oh. I think I found it. Facebook. It's so annoying because they change like, seems like every two weeks they're like, we rebuilt Facebook. And you're like, I hate it because it makes me feel like an old person because I'm like, now I can't find anything. Where is every stuff? But uh, I found it. So we're good. So when you run out of people, you just recycle some or. Uh, oh yeah. Get- I, just, I asked people back. So. If you do good, you can come back. How's okay. that sound? <laughs> Actually, if you agree to, you'll probably right. I'll probably ask you back just because to build rapport. Get and the so local yeah. sandwich artists or something. like. <laughs> yeah, after I get the guy from Subway. <laughs> hey, fuck, oh. you're, using, 
Mr. Sub thinks they're hot shit with that fucking secret sauce. But let me tell you this. It's just craft Italian <laughs> with uh, sweet and low added. <laughs> Wait, is that what it actually is? Probably. I don't know. Actually, do they even have a secret sauce? Who goes to Mr. Sub these days anyways? Whoa, is that, that even still around? I see them, I think. I worked at Mr. Sub for, I think, like two weeks. Two weeks. And then, yeah. Wow. What happened? Uh, they fired me. And I was like, cool. It was like, it was like when I was like 17 and I was probably the worst worker ever. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, I hated everything. Now I hate everything, but I realized <laughs> but now- I need money to live and play video games. <laughs> So I'm actually a good worker because I got sick of getting fired so much. I get it. I hear you. Yeah. Great. But so um, people off this week. Yeah, Mr. Sub. Actually, I don't Mr. even Sub think I ever ate up. there. Yeah, Mr. Sub was awesome because at the time, Subway used to do the shitty, like, cut the bread into a little pyramid. Oh, the V cut in the top, yeah. And then all this shit would just come on your hands would get all smeared. And then Mr. Cub, Mr. Sub cut it, you know, like a regular fucking sandwich and mm-hmm. fit together. It was the it was my preferred sub eating format at the oh, time. Hot Until take, Mr. Got sub over Subway. And did the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, how do you feel about Quiznos? Where's that rate in? Oh, the, Quiznos uh, was not bad because you put the little pepperoncini fucking peppers in there, squeeze the pepper juice ooh. on the shit, and they had the toasted subs. Yeah, not bad. It's been a while. Does Quiznos still exist? I think it does. I've, I've seen one or two. I I didn't like how. I'm one of those guys. I'm just gonna say it. The bread hurt my mouth. Yes, right. Sharp I'm one bread. of those guys. I'm the guy that Captain Crunch cuts the top of my mouth. I don't know if yeah. I have a soft palate compared to regular people, but well, that's what's great about the subway bread. It had the yoga mat shit in it, so it was nice and spongy for a while. <laughs> yoga so mat, babe, fuck that, up. and uh, it's not the same. Hasn't been the same since the yoga mat chemical got removed. Actually, I do want to say one thing about the old subway V cut. Yeah. It was good for holding the meatballs. That was it. That was the only thing it was good for. Because like when you get like the regular cut in the middle, the meat the meatballs kind of slide back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Can Um, you imagine eating it like this as like a corn cob, but it's a sub? (laughs) (laughs) So what do we got here? Well, let's talk about you being you in video games. So you used to work at EA games. I did. Um, is it the dream that all those teenage boys think it is? Like, is it the best thing ever to work in a video game place? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's like every job, you know, you just, you love going in. You can't, you hate leaving every minute of your life there. You're just playing games and having fun and just like everyone's job, right? Just fuck. No, it's honestly, I don't know. It's a job like any other job. It's, uh, Tons of politics, tons of um, just Jira tickets and why is this going to get done today and fucking um, you kind of lose the passion for oh, Jira, just like they're just tracking software for tracking our bugs and tickets and things that like tasks and things we have to do. Oh, um, so like does, 
the testers when they find something wrong do they send you a yeah, ticket yeah totally gets the oh, okay. in there yeah so you're just um and uh i don't know it's like anything it, it kind of i was never a huge passionate gamer or anything i liked games enough and i i liked adventure games and things mm-hmm. like single player games i like games that are 12 hours tops that i can um pick up i like variety so i want to get through something have a good time have a good experience and then uh move on to the next thing i just i'm never one of these guys person i know you play a lot of you were playing a lot of shooters and things yeah and so i know you i i understand that you get you spend the time spend the ten thousand hours getting amazing <laughs> at one of those games yeah. and kick everyone's ass and teabag them and do all the shit well i i don't want to say i got that good at these i have i do play call of duty a lot and it's because honestly if they didn't have the camo unlocks for each gun i wouldn't be playing it that much because it's like they figured out the perfect storm to get me addicted to playing the game because if you use a gun for a certain amount and then you get like 150 headshots you get like all these different types of camo like there's tiger camo stripe camo uh, digital camo. Um, sure. There's like eight different kinds of camo for each gun, and you unlock them by doing different things. Like one of them, you have to shoot, kill people while you're crouching. The other right. one is headshots. One is have using no attachments on your gun. So it's like, I'll just get addicted to this because it's like it's one of those things where it's like immediate gratification. Like yeah, totally. Match. It's like it's I don't even check. care about winning the matches or what anybody else on my team is doing. I just care about unlocking the camos and I'll be be playing with some guys that I've played call of duty with. And they'll be like, Dale, what are you doing? Your KD ratio is trash. And I'm like, I'm trying to get mounted shot, mounted kills. So it's like, you have to like mount your gun on a wall and it's hard because everybody can see you, but you can't really turn to see everybody else. So I get murdered a lot. Nice. Well, that's Yeah. My favorite games by far, though, are RPGs, like role-playing games, like the classic, like, um, actually, I'm, that's a lie. My favorite games are action RPGs, which is like Zelda yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. stuff. I fucking and, always hated when I was a kid. Even the, I never got, I like moving your character and seeing the fight. I always hated when you like walk in and then you get sucked into this other realm and then there's guys floating on this side and guys floating on this side. And then you fucking a couple numbers above their head and you cast a spell. And this, I always fucking hated the turn-based shit. Like yeah. it needed to be part of the action. I mean, I liked the turn-based beef until, um, because action RPGs didn't really get invented till PS1, PS2. So yeah, like yeah. back in Nintendo, like, final fantasy like one to three or whatever right. was on regular nintendo like that was acceptable because that was the only way you could like get gear and upload because i'm like it pretty much breaks down to i'm a gear whore so any game where you right. get gear and you get to customize it or customize your character i'm in already so rpgs like turn-based rpgs used to be the only games where you could do yeah, that yeah, yeah. and then once yeah micromanaging i just can't do it man and it's funny i i just like i talk to people they hear them in games and right yeah. but they say oh fuck out here the new necromancer the fucking soulless five blah 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 and all, or whatever the hell just the, these i have no idea i'm fucking the gamer that knows nothing about half the games that are out these days and shit yeah uh, like i i definitely have a point where it's like i like the gear and stuff but i don't like every time they have like this like 
like an alchemy system where you have to farm like um, materials and then build like potions and concoctions on the side. I hate that shit. Right. Or like, cause the old game for Xbox fable was really yeah. fun because it was a good, like cartoon style, like story driven RPG or action RPG. But then like fable three, they're like, now you can have a family. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, I'm out. Like, I want to play video games because it's not like real life. I don't want to do like a quest chain where I find like an engagement ring and then convince a girl to love me. And then she marries me. Like that's hard enough in real life. I don't want to have to also <laughs> fail at that in video games. <laughs> I always love those games though. Those little like uh, sawing wood or chopping wood and stuff where you got to like hit it boop, right in the middle. And I just oh. chopped it for hours. Yeah. I didn't even need any more wood. I didn't know what I was even getting out of it, but I would spend hours just chopping wood. Chopping yeah, like where you're like the timers was like boop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, like you, exactly. I just copied what you just said. <laughs> so, uh, are you, I guess, like it's, I was going to ask you before, because it's like you work in the video game industry and it might yeah. almost like almost ruin video games to a point because it's like you work in them so much that now going to play them you just know too much about like the labor that goes in on the back end you might like you might yeah oh this some of the magic is lost for sure but also it's just you you just you hear about how the teams were fucking abused basically or if you work for a rock star i worked for rock star for a while yeah and uh it was run more like a motorcycle gang than a company and like (laughs) yes some of the abuse i've heard people suffering from Mm -hmm. um leads and things like that and just you know there was always an expectation in games for the longest time that there's going to be crunch time and you're going to have to work you know weeks on end without seeing daylight but then with rockstar they would kind of always move the goalposts so like okay guys we're just gonna buckle down and fucking do we got to do for the next four weeks and then we're gonna hit this milestone and then uh everyone busts their ass and stay there 15 hours a day six seven days a week and then um right towards the end where it's like oh fuck i don't know if we can get this done or not but and uh everyone's stressed as hell and then all of a sudden hey good news everybody we've got an extension we've got another three weeks and they just kept fucking moving the goalpost so it's just never fucking ended that was on max Payne three and i was on it for a year but that thing ended up going it was like three years before i got there i got there they like switched engines while oh, wow we were already like three years into it to use the ga engine and like it went for another two years after I left or something. Um, and then, yeah, I can't even imagine anymore working for a place like that. <laughs> yeah. Like I've, as a welder, I worked, I worked at this one shop where they're way behind on work and they're like, if we get this many done by this day, we're going to have a big celebration. And then yeah. you get to that day, they'd be like, actually, we still need to do this much more. And you're like, Christ, but there's this thing that like every time I like meet a young person who's like, like at work when we're behind or something, somebody's like, I can't get this done, but I'm going to bust my ass to get it done. I'm like, no, don't do that. Because if it can get done, the boss will just think that it's good enough and it will get done. So the only way you're going to get like it to change 
is to somehow let it fail. So they have to address the problem. Um, it sounds really bad to say that, like sometimes you just let it fail and that, but it's like, sometimes your boss needs like the wake up call where it's like, no, you can't just push these guys this hard and it will get done. You just yeah, have yeah, to yeah. add more guys, more, you have to either have to add like more team members or more hours or just lengthen the window when it's going to get done. You don't want to over deliver. Cause then you set a new. Yeah, exactly. Like, gonna... like the boss is always going to over promise and then hope that you over deliver. But yeah. as soon as, it gets to the point where the boss over promises because he thinks you can over deliver. That's where the problem starts because then you'll never be not be over delivering. So it's just like, yeah. Like if somebody's like, Hey, can you get this done? And it sounds unreasonable. You have to be like, no, that's unreasonable. Yeah. That's where learning in games finally, I think, and project managers and things think things are getting a lot better than they were. Yeah. Um, there's a definite move towards, thinking about work life balance. And uh, I think, you know, we've all been in the industry since we were young, but then we sort of aged along with the industry and had families and kids and all these different things that uh, people are realizing like only makes sense if you have a reasonable fucking schedule and all that. So it's getting better for sure. There are some horror stories and some bad apples out there there's definitely um a lot of places i wouldn't want to work based on their oh yeah there's there's always going to be people who try to either abuse the system or the workers to try to just squeeze more money out of the sponge like and then like and then the worst part is like owners and stuff will hire people just to figure out how to get more water out of the sponge they'll be like okay we're getting this much water but we want more water so we can have more money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I worked on a mobile games for a while and yeah. uh, for a couple of years, three or four years and everything we did. And that was just the, um, you, you bring that up. It reminds me of like just tweaking things to see how much more we could just squeeze out of somebody like, we just A-B test, like, how much more money can we get out of these players if we just fucking try putting this out? And, like, if, are we overcharging over here? Oh, no, fuck, people are buying it. Okay, fucking jack the price up. Let's see. <laughs> Constantly milking. Oh, yeah, with, like, the microtransactions and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's, like, that's weird. It's funny because, like, the industry – or not, like, the industry, but they're, like – they're kind of introducing all these new regulations now, so, like – there's they're like trying to get loot boxes to be considered gambling so that you can't have your video game rely on them too much. And then I know Fortnite just got kicked out of uh, the Apple play store because they introduced their own currency in the game. Yeah. Right. That was huge. Yeah. So it's like you to buy stuff in the game, you have to buy like Fort. I can't remember what they're called, like Fortnite money. And yeah. App, and then, and then Apple, like, well, they don't get back. What uh, what's that? Can you explain well, what happened a little better than I am? I, I, you know what? I honestly don't know enough. Yeah. I believe it was that um, Apple kind of wanted to change their price point for their currency. You know what? I don't know exactly what it was, but whatever happened, uh, Fortnite um, basically decided 
screw Apple. We're going to just have the players be able to go around their pay system and they can just directly pay through us, which means Apple doesn't get their share of the, they don't get their cut or whatever. And that obviously wasn't going to fly. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was huge. Um, that was pretty awesome though. When uh, <laughs> the like the Fortnite campaigns, they had like that advertising uh, campaign. It was the, do you remember the old Apple fucking commercials where it was like the big brother kind of like sitting in the theater. It was like the totalitarian regime kind of like oh, they're yeah, trying like to show you. When Apple turned to color in 1984. Yeah, 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 yeah. Person run down the middle of the theater with the javelin and then they just whip it up into the theater and then it like explodes and then everything's in color. Yeah, yeah, so, or some, and so whatever. And then basically they use that same marketing talk about how Apple's this totalitarian company and fucking <laughs> we got to change things. And they use the same kind of look and everything. And it was pretty good yeah. burn. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. I, and I, then I had, that was huge news for like a week or something. And I haven't looked at it since. Um, I don't even know what the hell is going on. Yeah, it's funny because it's like doing this podcast. I always find stuff that's happening that week. And that was one of the things I all, right. ultimately we didn't talk about it, but then it's like, you talk about all this stuff. And then it just kind of goes away and you're like, oh, yeah, whatever happened to that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention. Except for one thing that won't go away. Mm -hmm. Tiger King. Oh, shit. Nice segue. Yeah. Do you like that segue? That's a good one. Like, when are they going to stop talking about video games and start talking about current events? There we go. Now. There we go. Do you know what tomorrow is? Uh, uh, We're recording this on September 6th. Uh based on what some of the research of the from your links is it the second anniversary of when tiger king got put away or am i missing something? yes that's that exactly is what it is all right tomorrow is the two-year anniversary of joe exotic being oh god i don't know if he was when he was convicted of the plot to murder carol baskins or if when he was charged right either or of his uh, arrest i think yeah. yeah, they're celebrating the two-year anniversary by launching underwear Undies. with Joe Exotic's face on it. Mm. And I have huge umbrage. Oh, I thought you were going to say you have a pair with you. No, I, I don't have a pair. I, uh, I actually, I'm so selective about my underwear. I only wear uh, Joe Boxers from Costco. It's the only underwear I wear. Um. It just you know what? That's exactly what I wear too. Yeah. Oh, really? Underwear buds. Yeah. Are you? Oh, I thought you were gonna stand up and show me. Yeah, those are the exact ones. That's hilarious. Way too many. And the problem is, I like, oh fuck, these are wearing out. So I'll go and buy like three more packs. Yeah. And they're so cheap. Add them to the pile, and then like, oh fuck, which ones were the old ones? Ah, whatever. (laughs) And I'll keep doing that. So now there's literally a pile of like. 75 pairs of yeah that's what i do is like i go because they're 15 bucks for three pairs of underwear so you got you buy two packs and that's like six pairs and then i just like just put them in the cycle i always like i'm so anal about this it's funny like when i wash my underwear and put them in i'll um 
I'll swap like I'll put the ones I just watched at the back of my drawer so that they get used in the same <laughs> amount. <laughs> like I rotate the stock of my clean underwear, which they is definitely. funny because everybody who knows me and how like how I live my life would not guess that I'm that anal about my underwear. Every other aspect of your life is the opposite, but in your with yeah. your underwear. Yeah. If only I could somehow bring my underwear responsibility into my financial responsibility, I'd be like a millionaire. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. My actual umbrage about Joe exotics underwear is he's Joe exotic tiger King and his fucking underwear leopard print. Leopard print. I know exactly. That's what I right away thought. I guess all of the fucking cat prints. Yeah. Um, like that's the first thing I noticed. Like, yeah. what? Where's the tiger stripes? This is a and they only have one lep. They only have one tiger print. Like, release multiple pairs of underwear so you can have like, say, golden black leopard print, orange yeah. and black tiger print. No tiger with the white and black stripes. Like skin co- tan colored cougar print. <laughs> oh, man, the skid marks on the like fucking snow tiger ones would be bad. <laughs> yeah so um base well actually they launched the first set of god it's like he's he tried to launch a whole um I'm trying i'm just trying to remember the company it's like oh dangerous yeah it's o o d a i n jurus and they started launch they start they did a pre kind of soft launch of the underwear on may 5th And they sold out and they made like 20 grand. So they're like, oh, we're going to get all this money. And it's somehow they're also trying to tie it in with getting enough money and awareness of Joe Exotic so that he could get pardoned maybe because Trump kind of was like, hey, maybe I'll pardon Joe Exotic. And then his like squirrel brain just got obsessed with something else and he totally forgot about it. Talk about Exotic. Trump Uh, that. that was in april and it, i think the u.s has a bunch of other problems they're trying to deal with since then <laughs> i missed that tiger king definitely came at a great time though when oh. i was i mean all of us were just i was constantly just refreshing news like what the fuck's happening today oh my god yeah this is the worst this is even worse than yesterday and then tiger king came out and gave us something to uh give a shit about for another oh yeah I, th- I honestly think yeah. that if Tiger King didn't come out at the exact right moment, nobody would have cared because exactly. the story of Joe Exotic was around for like a couple of years before. Cause on last podcast yeah. on the left, yeah, they yeah. were talking about him cause he would like release a country song and then he got charged with murder and stuff. It's so fucking funny. All those country songs. Like I heard it on last podcast on the left and they're talking about, Oh, he's got a pretty good voice actually. But when you see the, uh, the lip sync videos and stuff that you could tell obviously when he's singing in the car it's like that's not him fucking singing oh yeah obviously. like that was so yeah when they're like yeah i'm this like professional country singer and then he like he's just singing in the car and he just sounds like dog shit and you're like yeah i guess the other person and then i think that now the person who actually sung the songs was like yo i'm the one who sung these songs so Joe Exotic yeah. was a liar or whatever. And everybody's like, mm, we're done caring. We've moved on to something else by now. <laughs> um, 
Also, Carol Baskins on Dancing oh, yeah. Star. Uh, Carol Baskins also didn't disappear because she's going on Dancing with the Stars. Which I fucking I, season twenty nine. I saw. Yeah. Which, they, what they made it for twenty nine years. <laughs> yeah, I think they're doing like at least four seasons a year. Like they're doing like, cause uh, I haven't watched, I haven't ever watched it, but I know there's only like what, like thirteen weeks that they go. Is that how it works? I'm not even sure. I've watched a couple. I went through looking to see who the fuck is even on. Like, I, oh, did I you look up this this one's cast? I didn't look up. You know what? I don't even see who else is on it. I was looking back through the seasons to see if there's anyone that I even recognize. And there was a couple people. There was like Carlton Banks and the fucking Alfonso Riviera. Was he? Yeah, I did see him. (laughs) That's 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 Carlton Banks. Yeah, is that is that that's the guy's name? Right, right. Yeah, that's his. uh... Otherwise, like I didn't know fucking any of them. There's sixty other people that I no clue who the hell they were. So they use the term stars fairly loosely i think but yeah yeah oh. uh, that's kind of bizarre with carol baskins that might be something that'll get people more people tuning yeah. in yeah like i that. know adam carolla was on the second season yeah right um, right because right. he wouldn't shut the fuck up about it on his podcast oh yeah like on his podcast he talked about it for at least 10 years yeah exactly um so i so i just googled it and uh who <laughs> Okay, so Carol Baskin's on it. Christelle Staus, who was on Selling Sunset. Okay. Your coach, Monica Aldama. Um, Justin Machado. Or Justina Machado. That sounds familiar. Uh, on the Netflix, from the Netflix series, One Day at a Time. Oh, that's crazy where the Dancing from the Stars are from Netflix series that aren't around anymore. Oh, I guess that's how long we've been in the Netflix realm of stuff. Uh, okay, wait, let's see. Do, 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 do. Okay, so here's, the, I found the full list. So there's Baskin, Staus, Eldama, Machado, those I all just mentioned. And then there's a Bachelor franchise star, Caitlin Bristow. Oh, man. Former NFL player Vernon Davis. Ooh, that guy's oh Anne Hesh? How oh, is she not her. their headliner? Yeah, no kidding. Uh Disney Channel Carol favorite, Carol. Sky yeah. Jackson. Oh, dude, AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Come on. Okay. Uh can't go wrong with this lineup. Jesse Metcalf. That sounds familiar. Shut up. Nelly. I saw Nelly at some point. I didn't realize he was on this current season. Maybe wow. Returning guest. I'd say he's got to be the most famous. Although he only had like two albums, didn't he? And then he kind of just disappeared. I'm getting hot in here. That's him, right? Yeah. That's the one I know. Um, or I'm getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here. Ooh, and Johnny Weir is going to be on there. Okay, I take it back. There are season twenty nine is a bunch of marginal stars. I just assumed it was going to be complete nobody since Carol Baskins was the one they're going with the headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd say they should be saying like Vernon Davis and Hesh and Nelly. They should those should be their main three for all their advertising. Are you gonna watch it? No, I don't. 
I don't watch reality TV. I, uh, I can't handle how nobody has like problem solving abilities and I don't care about dancing. It's just, it's so much of it. I mean, actual reality right now is. Yeah. I mean, all this COVID shit and all these protests in the States, like that's, if I cared about reality TV show, I'd be watching that. Like how they're like fucking the BLM protesters are just like roving through outdoor, um, like the patios of restaurants and just chasing people out and then throwing the chairs around. It's like, that's, uh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna garner much, um, empathy doing that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. Fuck. I don't even know any of the shit, man. Yeah. Pretty ambivalent on lots. Of, I, I, but then that's, you know, my privilege. I don't have to pay yeah. attention to it. Well, I don't know. But. I just, I just kind of avoid it because I'm like the social issue. Like, it's like, yeah, the police need to stop uh, harming black people. But we, I feel we should do that by making the police better, not getting rid of them. Yeah. But I also feel like you're almost at the point where people are going to start um, pulling back and being like, stop like rioting and stuff. You're kind of losing favor with people or whatever. And so at like some point it's going to start helping Trump instead of hurting him. But, oh, speaking of hurting it- Trump. All right. <laughs> Did you hear that? Um, I'm trying to figure out what n- news article this would have been. But yeah, go. let's go for it. So what happened was last week, um, Jim Gaffigan oh. came out of the gate hot yeah. against Trump, which anybody who's familiar with Jim Gaffigan, you're like, he's not, he's not a political guy and he's not a swear guy. He's just like, uh, Hey, isn't this quaint? He's like Seinfeld comedy where he like talks about stuff he notices and it's like everyday stuff. And he's not like blue and he's not super like um, offensive or anything. I don't know enough about the guy. He, I like when I hear him, I think Russell Peters or like, Tim Allen or Jeff Dunham or some shit like that. Yeah, like, he's definitely closer to Tim Allen and Jeff Dunham. Russell Peters is kind of like he kind of uh, hits the racial card a bit. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, like, talks about different races, but uh, I like I love Jim Gaffigan. He had a TV series, and he's had like a bunch of specials, and he was just finished this thing a special. I think now he all his stuff is on Amazon Prime Video, and he just finished a bunch of stuff under the pale tourists where he would go to a country kind of tool around and then write a stand up comic or a stand up comic uh, special based yeah. on all the stuff he learned in the interactions he had. So I think that all just launched. And then like, I'll tell you the actual tweets of what he said. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, that'll help. So, um, yeah, yeah. I was looking at that, but yeah, yeah. Cause I, 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 the one time I actually planned ahead and I actually opened up all the news articles we're going to talk about so that I could do this instead of being like, Oh, I can't remember. Okay. So he called, sorry. He doesn't like, he he doesn't curse. He doesn't swear. Right. It's his thing. No, he doesn't. This is a pretty big. um, Yeah. It's, it's huge. Right. So yeah, he's like, he means business. Yeah. He's, he's pretty devout Roman Catholic too. So he's kind of like, 
that kind of, and he's like more Midwestern sensibilities. He's like, yo, whatever, everybody should be nice. So one of his tweets, he said, Trump was a traitor and a con man who doesn't care about you. Like he was warning Trump uh, followers. Um, And then he said, uh, slam Trump for being his incompetent handling of the COVID-19 crisis and added, quote, you know, all these people didn't need to die, end quote. Um, He also said, quote, Trump is a fascist who has no belief in law, end quote. And then, um, and then, so all that stuff happened. And then a couple days later, he tweeted, I don't give a fuck if anyone thinks this is virtual signaling or whatever. We need to call Trump the con man that he, the con man and thief that he is. And then, and then a week after that, he just tweeted, the truth requires direct sunlight. I regret nothing. So I right. sticking to it. Yeah. On one hand, I was like, holy shit, that's pretty strong coming from Jim Gaffigan. But it's like, we've seen so many other famous, like actors and comedians and stuff just fucking rail so hard against Trump that when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, whatever. Someone else hates Trump. Everybody hates Trump. Like, Welcome yeah, to the club. It's probably, I would, just, I would have assumed his fan base was a lot more on that side of the fucking fence, but I don't know. Um, I don't think it's hurt Jim Gaffigan at all by the looks of it when I look on any of the streaming services these days because mm-hmm. it's all in Jim Gaffigan specials. They're like bringing them, bringing them all out now. Um, yeah. If anything, I think it's going to, um, open him up to the new younger market like because right. he kind of had the old people cornered with him being clean and stuff whereas the people who would just look at him and be like oh I don't want to that's probably boomer humor I don't want to listen to it and then seeing these tweets they're like oh maybe I should check it out and he is actually quite funny I mean he wouldn't be one yeah. of the US's highest paid comedians if he wasn't hilarious uh-huh. you look at that list though people I was trying to find like Jeff Dunham and shit like that. No, wait. I wouldn't say he's the fucking... Oh, I hate the, Jeff Dunham. I saw people on the list. I'm like, really? It's the lowest common denominator type shit. Yeah. Um, well, hey, people... If, if pandering didn't pay well, people wouldn't do it. <laughs> um, yeah. I wonder if he'll change his tune and become more like a, an alt comic. He'll be doing shows with... Oh, David Cross and Aziz Ansari and stuff like that. Yeah, Janine Garofalo. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it honestly makes me now want to pay attention to him more. So, yeah. See, there you go. He's got one more viewer already, and that's you. Oh, sitting on the bed. Yeah, that cross legged shit. That's a young man's game. Oh, no, I'm going to pay for this later, for sure. I was sitting cross-legged. At work, I had to do something under a machine, and I was cross-legged, and then I went to get up, and I was like, that hurt my hips. What the fuck? Like, kneel anymore to save my life. I've had to kneel today to blow up some bike tires from my daughter, and I almost couldn't get back up again. Oh, dude, have you noticed when you're kneeling – how much it hurts if you kneel on like a pebble. Like, I don't know if it's because I weigh more than I used to, but it's like now, unless the ground is like freshly polished, it just fucking hurts. 
I can't even fucking heal on a carpet with nothing. It's like, I don't know what fucking happens to your knees. Like, do oh, you yeah. start with a bunch of padding and it wears down when you get to be old? But holy shit, yeah, I cannot kneel. I can't kneel. I think that's exactly what happens is the padding gets worn away like the cartilage or whatever. Fuck, man. Yeah. What else was going on here? I saw some. Okay, so next on the docket, um, I got two Riverdale actors. It's weird because it's like, it's funny how the tiger king both of them came up like the carol baskins and joe exotic probably wasn't unplanned for that to happen and then earlier in the week one of the riverdale actresses the girl who plays betty (laughs) she uh, she said that filming in canada was like being a prisoner because she can't leave and nobody can come visit her unless, like, because all her family and friends are in the States. So if anybody comes to Canada to visit her and hang out, they have to quarantine for two weeks. And, she, and she's only there till Christmas. Like, she's like, these next three months are going to be hell. And then there was immediate lashback because everyone's like, there's been a pandemic. We've been doing this for six months. We <laughs> don't get to be famous and make a whole bunch of money. Shut your mouth. Yeah, I've I've heard some pretty harrowing stories of heartbreak and lives lost and families destroyed, torn apart. And here's, you know, heroes and selfless acts. And and this is just right up there. Mm -hmm. Like the sacrifice that she has to make. I just, I feel her pain. I just. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like her, her big problem is she has to like, stay in a catered hotel and yeah, like yeah. it's so annoying um how much yeah like there's people who like lost loved ones and then couldn't go to their funerals and stuff and had like real like actual shit they had to deal with so well maybe she'll bring awareness to the fucking who knows <laughs> She'll just make everybody hate 20-year-old, 20-something actors. More? <laughs> yeah, more than they already do. From millennials. Um, and then the other one is the, what, the sex trafficking undercover agent. Yeah, so I'm just, uh, Veronica's mom, uh, Mrs. Lodge, uh, her... In real life, the actress is an undercover sex trafficking agent where – which is bizarre. Well, I mean, it's awesome. It's totally good. It's like I didn't see that coming at all. And then the reason that – the only reason I found this out is because the news is that her secret life as an undercover agent is getting a TV adaption. But, uh, oh, Marisol Nichols, who portrays Armani La- Hermione – Hermione? Hermione? Is it, is it the same know. as the... Um, the Harry Potter girl? Yeah. Hermione. It's so hard to like... This is one of the hardest names to read and pronounce because it's spelled H-E-R-M-I-O-N-E. So you're like Hermione? Yeah. Hermione? Hermione? Yeah. Harmony? Like yeah. And I don't <laughs> think they ever say her name in the show. I don't know. I only watched... How much Riverdale did you watch? I only watched a season and a half. I watched zero of them. I'm fucking old man. I'm an old dude. I don't... Yeah, I'm an old man and I watched it. 
Um, is it like Buffy or something? Like it is based on loosely on the Archie shit. Right? Yeah, it's it's not like Buffy because nothing supernatural happens. It's just like fucking teen drama. Now, <laughs> if you want some of that, but that is more like Buffy, you got to go to Sabrina that has right. like yeah, yeah. It's the same thing where it's based off the old old Sabrina comics, and but it's like it's got like devil cults and all this like supernatural shit and witches it's actually really enjoyable i've actually come to the point in my life where everything that doesn't have either supernatural stuff or science fiction is just too boring like i I find myself doing the same thing yeah it's like if somebody's like hey do you want to watch this drama about the human condition i'll be like is it a drama about the human condition with dragons because if it isn't, I'm not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> not here yet, sure. Um, yeah, and it's funny because that's always like the critically acclaimed movies. They're like, this critically acclaimed movie where somebody does something boring. Actually, yeah. I'm going to take that back because I do like war movies and they aren't science fiction or supernatural. Heads exploding. Yeah. Um, I just like the fact that that was the bombshell was dropped in that Mary Claire magazine between, you know, how to create the perfect smoky eye and uh, how to spice up your next date night or whatever. It's like expose. On yeah. Your, uh, secret private eye life. Um, yeah. Oh, this, this girl's been working with the FBI to break up human trafficking. And you're like, holy shit. I mean, I'm not going to watch the TV show, but that's every time I hear about a famous person using their platform to stop human trafficking, like uh, Ashton Kutcher. Okay. Surprisingly. All right. Is that more than once? Yeah. Yeah. He um, started a whole like charitable foundation to stop human trafficking. And then, cause he was on, he was on Dax Shepard's podcast and they were talking about it. And Dax was like, how did you get into it? And then, Ashton Kutcher was just, was like, he had gone traveling and he had saw like some under, like some child labor in some world country. And he was like, this was just about the most evil thing I could think of that was going on. So I decided to use my money and my platform to fight it. And that's pretty admirable. It's just one big, long punked episode though. At the end of the day, you find out. (laughs) God, I hope not. That would be the most tasteless thing. Like it started out as like a short joke and then it just ended up that he couldn't reveal it because it would just be too disastrous. So it turned into like that 80s sitcom plot where he just continues the lie to its end. And then it's just like (laughs) you get to a point where you're like, I don't even know where the truth ends and the lie starts. You've got – the baby face you could probably pull something off work for do a little undercover work yourself maybe mm. uh i don't know because uh, for me to be attractive to uh the human traffickers yeah. i feel like i'd have to lose weight and i don't want to do that because uh, they, they don't yeah like i i can look like a younger guy but i look like a young fat guy i don't look like a young hot guy so I was working for the FBI, but I, I couldn't handle the rejection. It was, yeah. it, this guy, so many pictures of my smooth cock and just never, he stopped stalking me. 
<laughs> yeah, it'll be like this. It'll be the same reason I quit playing Fable 3. I just didn't want my sexual advances uh, rebuffed, and it just made me sad. <laughs> I can see that. I can see just, yeah. Like, fuck, what the hell am I doing wrong? Putting myself out there. Yeah. So many different angles and dick pics. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Oh, the other thing too, because I was looking in to uh, just, I don't know, I saw that that was Mary Claire and I was wondering, is that what I think it is? It's one of those like, you know, tip, like date night tips and stuff like that. And I saw some good ones on there. There was like porn movies with the best plots. Um, oh, really? All time best vibrators reviewed by experts. And I was thinking like, how the fuck? Do you become a vibrator expert? Sounds like a not bad gig. Um, <laughs> I feel yeah. like you just you just say you're a vibrator expert and nobody's going to check your credentials. Exactly. Like, like if I was like, I'm an expert in vibrators, nobody would be like, ask that awkward question of being like, how many vibrators have you used and how many man hours experience do you have in this field? They would just be like, all right, you're an expert. Yeah. <laughs> I also saw, what was it, uh, an article about how dildos are racist. I didn't get too far down that rabbit hole, but I guess there's not enough. There's, I guess there's too many white dildos um, in the world, and we're not representing everyone with the enough different color dildos, apparently. Oh, I see what you mean. Like the, It's like the Band-Aid thing where it was oh. where they just made them all pink, and now there's not right. enough. But I feel like, I don't know if it's just like the running gag, but I feel like there's a lot of purple dildos. Is that I know, just, that's the thing. Like, is that just something that's overrepresented in online comedy where people are like, oh, I found this big purple dildo? Or because, I don't know, I, I haven't seen too many dildos out in the wild. I have so seen a ton, but... It, it's yeah. one of those things that women try to hide from me, so... <laughs> like you go to us, like a friend's house, and they're like, have them on display on the wall <laughs> with a rating underneath a rating yeah each each dildo is just lined up and like a yelp score underneath oh <laughs> fuck yeah. i like that how good, they good are. idea i mean maybe if we went to this dildo experts house yeah i'm sure exactly yeah. that's they what we're missing like they would have like a big like trophy case that goes across <laughs> the whole wall and it's like backlit with glass shells and there's just like Hundred different <laughs> dildos from different time periods. Oh man, <laughs> nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, how much time do you got left? Do you have uh, whatever, man? Whatever. We could do the rapid fire because we've been going for about an hour. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. quickly from that. Yeah, moment. yeah. So I guess if this is your first time with us, uh, I hope it was gentle enough. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I do a bunch of research throughout the week and then I just kind of see what's going on for the week. And then usually we get sidetracked and that's why we call it the the sub name of Outrage Factory is Tangent Factory. And then we run out of time before we get through all the subjects. So now at the end of the show, because I because Andrew's been sitting cross legged and it looks like it hurts. So we'll just go through what I have left researched 
quickly instead of in-depthly. Sure. I mean, unless you want to talk about purple dildos for longer. Nah, I think we covered purple dildos. Okay. So this Britney Spears thing, um, Britney Spears popped back into the news because yep. her – what's that called when you're in charge of somebody, a guardianship? Uh, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Is it the uh, same when it's like – so basically when – Britney Spears, like 10 years ago, went nuts and shaved her head. Somebody was like, okay, she's crazy. We need someone in charge of her finances and her life. So basically that person gets um, access to their bank account and like basically is supposed to like pay their bills and stuff. And it's kind of like one of those things that's temporary, but they keep pushing the goalposts like in video games the video game industry. So it's up for re, I guess, reevaluation on if she should still be under the guardianship. Okay. And her dad was her guardian for a number of years, but then he got removed and her little sister got in charge of her finances. And now that it's up for review again, people are saying that it's good. It's, it's most likely going to be her dad again. And it's like, yeah, whatever. This sounds like a bunch of like kind of personal stuff that there's no reason for it to be in the news. But uh, yeah, on of. her, um, a conspiracy theory came out about this is that she's actually trapped and maybe her parents and her sister are saying she's still crazy when she's not. Yeah. And because um, she has a Instagram account and she just has these weird videos. They're not like weird, weird, like super weird, no, but they're weird where she's like, hi, yeah. this is my favorite shirt. And you're like, that's Several weird. And then somebody said, do you need help? If you need help, wear yellow in your next video. And then she came out and she's like, this is my favorite yellow dress. Do you like my yellow dress? And then everybody's like, what the fuck's going on? So favorite Daniel Steele book is blah 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 and apparently it's about someone who's fucking trapped in a like horrible uh, whatever yeah flowers like, in the attic putting in little pieces of uh, she's sprinkling in these little hints or something so that's what the conspiracy is about I guess yeah yeah like she's basically doesn't want or, or she, like she said she's like trapped or something but on the other hand, if she is in fact still like has a gasket blown loose from when she went nuts before and cause like, just because she says she feels trapped doesn't automatically mean she's completely sane yeah. either. So even if she is releasing these little nuggets, I guess, Easter eggs or whatever for people to find, it's like, should she just be released or whatever? I don't I'm know. I'm just happy that, conspiracy theorists are focusing their energy on something more fun like this again maybe Take yeah away from all the stupid q and bullshit and coke you know shit yeah maybe yeah. maybe she's taking one for the team she's gonna try and draw some of those tinfoil hat people over to stop worrying about are you saying this is all just a disinformation to pull our attention away from yeah. the 5G, how it's going to secretly. <laughs> there you go. Fuck, yeah. That's a part of a wider conspiracy. Yeah, right? I think we just 
have hit the nail on the head there. Shit. Yeah. It's a uh, conspiracy podcast. Yeah. Oh, speaking of conspiracies, PayPal just terminated a bunch of accounts that are said to be linked to Russian-influenced hey. news sites that were um, try. They said they were uh, on purpose spreading discourse with, uh, like, basically hammering a wedge into the schism in the states between the liberals and the conservatives. And by pushing, trying to like sow discourse between the two groups. And I have it open. So I'm just going to try to look up the new site they're talking about. Because what happened was there was this new site that would pay contributors like a hundred bucks for an article. And then it just turns out that whoever was paying them was actually Russian instead, instead of a U.S. based uh, news thing. I just yeah. assume that 60% of everything on the internet these days comes from uh, a Russian hacker. I think this is the safest way to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, especially from the, uh, what was it? The Internet Research Agency Institute or something, which was this huge thing where um, that was basically like this. They did like, they found out that Russia was starting like, Black Lives Matter and all these different okay. Facebook groups and then getting them to pick fights with other Facebook groups just to like get the people, the population of the U S fighting with each other. Um, yeah. Wow. Why doesn't this article? So I'm reading, I'm looking at the article online of the, on business insider talking about this and I'm just trying to fight where it says the, uh, um what website it was yeah I remember i don't have that uh oh peace data which is it so, yeah like hey do you want to write a news article for peace data uh no that sounds boring it doesn't even it's like it's funny because it goes so far the other way like it doesn't sound like a news site it just sounds like um <laughs> some science research stuff. Anytime yeah, yeah. the name dad is in there, you're like, Ugh. that sounds like number <laughs> crunching. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then, that's a, uh, it's just that fucking so much. It's just part of the noise to me when it comes to the Russian hacker stuff. I should care more. I mean, I'm uh, sure that. I don't think you should, but I, uh, I think they're pretty much leaving us sweet old Canadians alone so we don't have to worry about it as much. Also, I don't feel like you're easily you like not ha you don't have your opinion easily swayed by like suspicious internet activity. Yeah. Like you won't see one post on Facebook and be like, "Well, I'm completely changing my mind." <laughs> yeah. Um oh. I got a video game based one since we we're talking okay. about that. Oh, okay. okay. Yep. So um, po Pokemon, the video game had a game called Pokemon Masters EX. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, I know I got a good idea. Let's get a hashtag to talk about this video game that we're going to be launching. And then they have put hashtag... Master all lowercase 
Pokemon yeah. Masters Sex. <laughs> I, you know, I'm sure that there that already exists as a whole fucking subculture in Japan somewhere, anyways. Oh yeah. Um, but so that wouldn't even surprise me. But I was trying to think. There's got to be that happens all the time. Like I was looking online to see if there was any good ones, any good fucking hashtags. The one I oh, found yeah. was like. Uh, Susan Boyle had a fucking album party and the hashtag was Susan album party. But when you read it, it's sus anal bum party or whatever. <laughs> and uh, it could be more of that shit. Like I that old uh, um, Will Ferrell <laughs> on Jeopardy SNL skit where it was an album cover and uh, oh, yeah. Sean Con- not the actual Sean Connery, but someone playing one was like, I'll take anal bum cover for three hundred, Alex. <laughs> yeah, right. <exactly. laughs> so it was Sue's anal bum cover. <laughs> yeah, and then like a bunch of people were like, "Did they do this on purpose to try like, I don't know, get horny teens interested in Pokemon?" <laughs> <laughs> and then the best part was their solution for this whole thing was. They just put capitalization in it, so they right. left it as Pokemon Master Sex, but they put a capital P, a capital M, sure. M for Masters, and then capital E. So it's like Pokemon Masters EX, but it's all crunched together, so it still looks the same. And then, um, oh yeah, one thing that I kind of almost missed was when they. Ripped down the John A. McDonald statue in. Where yeah. um, was that? Fucking. Why did I just blank on one of the biggest cities in Canada? Montreal. Right. <laughs> you know, that name that's hard to remember. I was like, M French, French city with an M. And I don't know. I think, I think it's because of all that stuff that happens that's been happening in massachusetts and minnesota and michigan in the states right now so i kind of like they're all like fucking in the same area of the world and they're all start with them but anyway so some people decided to rip down the john a mcdonald statue and the problem like the big problem was that some people were super butthurt that he got his statue ripped or that his statue was ripped down and some people are like, we need to get rid of all the John yeah. McDonald statues and just basically scrub his name from the books because well, he was super racist. I'm yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm terrible with history and I should be better. I know he was the first prime minister of Canada and I was going to say he makes a great Spock on a five, but then I realized that's Wilfred Laurier. That's not even fucking. Yeah. And but I know that fuck times were rough back then. They're all a bunch of racist fuckers. Mm-hmm. Uh, or so take them down, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or just fucking leave the headless statue. That also works, right? That would be dope because then everybody would be like, "Why doesn't the statue have a head?" And you'd be like, "Cause he was a racist fuck." But one thing that um, like he did, he did help write the charter we did talk about john a mcdonald because back before everybody went insane with covid and stuff there was just 
talk about ripping down the statue. They're like, should we do this or should we not? Shall we rip the statue down or shall we leave it up? It wasn't like people were like, hey, let's do this. And then they just went and did it like everything is right now. So I kind of did a little bit of research. It's kind of hazy because it was like almost, I think it was over a year ago, but he did help write the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Um, he did help get the uh, the railroad across Canada. I'm just drawing a blank on which company it was under back then. If it was the Canadian. Really? Or probably not. Anyways. Fuck, I, I'm too dumb to be. Yeah, he, he basically um, got like backing financially and stuff to unite Canada through a railroad so that people could travel and goods could go back and forth. And then the Western provinces can send all of their money to the central provinces. Right. Anyways, that's, that's something you should talk to an Albertan about. (laughs) But um, I mean, at first I was like, well, we can't get rid of our history. Like sure. There was all these problems, but he is kind of like the guy who helped sure. build Canada. But at the same time, it's like, why do we even need statues of guys? Like everybody learns about this guy in elementary school. Maybe it's like Christopher Columbus, where we just like start ratcheting back all the stuff. Like there's not too much stuff that's named after John A. McDonald anymore. Do they even sell the cigarettes anymore? Do you know? Cigarettes? <laughs> Did I didn't know that. That's like they took him off the $10 bill. That's what he was on, I think. And they right. put, Oh, I can't remember. Okay. It's been so long since I looked start. at money that I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. What? They make fucking $10 bills? Stuff. Yeah, but they put a woman of color on there. Um, yeah, was, man. Yeah. I know. It's one of those things. I, uh, I'm fucking too dumb. I should know my Canadian history more. But also everything that I would have learned would be omitting all the fucking horrible yeah. races. So well, I guess we should cover why people are so mad at him what he did was he was trying to get the first nations people to basically become canada and he like basically went about it with the dickhead way where he tried to like make them join by force because when canada first started for it was before all the treaties and stuff were signed and they were like the first nations people didn't want to join and john a was like i want to make these people all canadian and then he there was like something in the prairies where they tried to like starve them out so that they would join and then there was all this super racist stuff it's like it's very disgusting and it's a big downer but everybody should look into it because our our country is built on pain and suffering and no one's gonna mistake this podcast history podcast <laughs> yeah. that's, that's why we talk about this stuff at the end so all the historians would have been fully convinced oh, this yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. a history podcast in the first hour but um i mean maybe they should take all these statues of john a mcdonald and just rename them ichabod crane because that's who he looks like yeah there you go <laughs> he just looks like the guy from um yeah, sleepy yeah. hollow but wait which uh, one and that would fit the headless thing. I didn't yeah. even mean to do that. It's a perfect, perfect tie-in. Love it. Um, yeah. Well, there's that, uh, what was that? That slave trader, uh, Edward Colson, who they tore his statue down and then they threw it in the river. And then Google Maps changed the pin to, of the statue to just be like, boop, in the river. So. <laughs> oh, in the UK? Yeah. I mean... 
we should definitely get rid of all the statues of all the problematic figures because I like that whole argument. It's part of our history, good or bad. It's like, hmm, let's get rid of it. That's dumb. Let's just like, I love statues though. Yeah, like maybe we should get more artistic statues. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe animals. Ooh, let's just get big mm-hmm. statues of beavers. I know they're tearing animal statues down in fucking Portland and shit, though, too. Yeah, but that's... Portland is pretty much the equivalent of a clear cut, where they're like, they don't want anything standing. They're like, we're going to burn down all the buildings, we're going to rip down all the statues. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Well, you look pretty done. And we're, we're actually at the end of all the stuff we decided to talk about. I guess we just decided to save the most problematic to the last. Yeah. Uh, Was there anything you wanted to talk about? You want to see the Airbnb guy who, like, what did he do? Fucking tried to um, places and then try to Airbnb them out and then tried to sue all the owners of the places he rented for lots of money because uh, that was pretty fucking. Yeah, it's brutal. Like, he basically, he lost all this money from Airbnb during COVID. And he's yeah. trying to sue the owners of the buildings for all the lost revenue from that time because he's saying it's their fault for not making the building yeah. inviting, inviting and stuff. But So this I guy, know. though, I, I kind of skimmed it. But that guy, so he leased all these properties. He, he rented yeah. all properties to rent to other people, which is obviously illegal. Yeah. Except in one case, I saw the guy was like, oh, yeah, I knew he was going to he was intending to live in one and rent out the other one mm-hmm. uh, as if that was like, Oh yeah, that's totally kosher. Well, um, well, I think what happened was the guy you're talking about said it was a two bedroom apartment and he oh, was only allowed to rent out one room. If he was staying in the other room to kind of just yeah, watch yeah, yeah. that the people didn't become the people renting the Airbnbs didn't like take advantage of it and just be like young dickheads and have parties there, which is what happened. So pretty ballsy though. It's you got to give it to him. Yeah. That's what he's trying to sue first. Like, what was it? 500 grand and a million bucks and stuff and lost for like, there was like trying to sue for a million and lost fucking wages or lost whatever for a van that got went missing or something yeah i think this guy's tactics because he's been in trouble or he's been like he's basically kind of just like a sneaky douche about stuff like this and he's tried to do stuff in the past so i think what he's doing is he's just suing these people with this outrageous amount but they are going to he's just expecting them to like just basically give them go away settlements where it's like instead of both parties going through the courts and paying all the fees, then he will kind of, they'll just give him money so that they don't have to pay all the money to go to court. He's probably just trying to fill up the court with so much fucking bullshit that there's no way they'll ever get around to, you know, <laughs> going through with the cases that are legitimate against him. Cause there's also so many cases against the guy for doing all this fucked up shit. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, well, fuck you. I'm gonna sue this guy. I'm gonna sue this. I'm doing this and that, and so that. Yeah, trying to get all this glut, like court glut. Yeah, I was pretty ballsy. That's, I gotta read further into that story. Yeah, you gotta watch out for guys like that, I guess. Yeah, you do. <laughs> all right, that's everything. Uh, 
Do you have any? Oh, I didn't tweet out your uh, Twitter handle because it didn't come up when I Googled your name, but you're at plus size hipster on uh, Twitter. I, I tweeted like there's, I have like four on there or something from like 10 years ago. I'm a, I'm a lurker. I just like, I, I go on and just see what's going on in the world, but I never fucking interact. With hey, I am going to get you literally 10 followers. That's my oh. goal. Is at, if 10 people go follow Plus Size Hipster right now, I will be happy. And more people to watch me do nothing. Um, Actually, wait. Yeah. Let me check how many followers he has right now before everybody joins. Oh, why isn't that coming up? Uh, this, is, this is good pod. Anyways, we, let's end. And so I can watch your Twitter following just blow up. Load and they can. Ah, uh, if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, it's outrage fact or it's outrage fact pod. Nice. And you can follow me personally on Twitter at Super Dalebot. You can follow Derek at Herder. Um, I'm sure he's going to be back sometime. Fuck so. I hope you know, Derek. Feel better. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts and prayers. There we go. He'll love that. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> um, follow us, rate us on all of your podcast streaming platforms. Go on Spotify and listen to us and then get us a whole bunch of listens so they pay us money. That'd be fun. That way you can get us paid without doing anything. Nice. You should do that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, do you have anything else to add? No, man. Thanks for fucking listening to me ramble and shit. It was uh, my first podcast. So. Oh, was it your first ever podcast? I know. Surprising. Everyone has so many podcasts these days. You figure right. accidentally end my podcast, but yeah. Nope. First. So yeah. Broke my right. podcast cherry. Popped it well, for I'm me. I'm glad you did it with us. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. And, uh, Maybe now I'll watch one or two of these things. No, because you've watched all of them already, so you don't. Oh, I mean, have yeah, yeah. rewatch them, Andrew. That's ridiculous. I mean, if you want to watch them all two times to get our numbers up, just make sure you log this in. One. This one was fucking exciting shit. Yeah, just log into different names to watch them all. Them. All right. <laughs> all right. So. Until next time. Stay Take angry. Woo. Bye. Bye. Thank you.